Hello, and welcome to In the Limelight, Vanity Fair's entertainment and pop culture podcast. I'm Josh Duboff, Vanity Fair's senior writer, and I'm here with Julie Miller, Vanity Fair's senior Hollywood writer. On In the Limelight, we analyze the ins and outs of pop culture, entertainment, and celebrity from the past week, from the Kardashians to Kate Middleton and everything in between. We are super excited this week to have two very special guests with us. They are the co-hosts of the fantastic Royals podcast, Royally Obsessed, which I imagine many of you already listen to. If you don't, make sure you subscribe now. Check it out. They're on Instagram as well. Uh, follow them there. We will make sure we give all the information about them at the end. Uh, Lisa Ryan is a senior writer at The Cut. Caitlin Menza is a writer for all sorts of places, Vogue, uh, New York Times, New York Magazine. Uh, and they do this a weekly Royals podcast, just like Julie and me, uh, <laughs> on the other side of Manhattan. Uh, and I was on it, I guess, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, I don't which even was, remember when. It was cold. It was before Christmas, I want to say. so hard to Is remember right? time. I don't, I don't know. know. It was cold. Um, but I was actually really, we had this scheduled and I had this kind of like hope fantasy that Megan Ugh. would give birth like today and that you guys would be coming on for that occasion, oh, but gosh, we yes. were not that lucky, unfortunately. It's been very hard to plan. I know. Anything like that. Um, but still, it's as if the royal gods knew you guys were coming in because I feel <laughs> there's been so much royal news oh, yeah, this past week true. to yes, discuss. For sure. And I feel like there have been a few weeks of sort of slowness on the royals front. And then I feel like they knew we were all getting together. Yeah. And they're like, all right, we're really going to like provide all kinds of photos and events. Um, so we have new photos of Louis, who we have not seen much of. So we, we're going to get into that and what we kind of got to see with those photos. Uh, three of the major royal uh, crew, uh, not Meghan, but Harry, Kate, and William, were at Easter services. We'll talk about that. And there's a rumor going around that got quite a lot of attention about potential a potential move for Harry and Meghan to Africa, which I'm excited for us to get into as well. But first, I think we have to like discuss mm-hmm. the main sort of royal story on everyone's minds, which is like Meghan... We are waiting patiently, not so patiently, <laughs> uh, for this baby to arrive. Um, Doria Ragland arrived in London on Sunday ahead of the birth of her first grandchild. She will not be living in London permanently. So I guess she's just going to be chilling for a bit, it sounds yeah. like. And people reports that she may have room set aside for us in the cottage, which I love that that's like something that they felt the need to know that like, right. like, yeah, They're I would willing hope, to give. Yeah. I would hope that she'll have a place to stay. <laughs> um, do we have any idea? Do we feel like when this baby's going to come? I feel like this week. Th- that's your sense. Like so, end of week sometime. I, I entered a, an office pool for one of the places I write for, and I guessed March 12th, my own birthday. <laughs> this was back in December. So I'm so beyond the realm. <laughs> like, I just, I cannot believe this baby is not here yet. Yeah, it feels which is like. why I think it maybe is here. Right. Now. So that's what I also wanted to discuss, this kind of, rep- there's some reporting about if she's already had the baby or not, that, that there's like the subset, the Daily yeah. Mail ran a piece today about like, what if she's already had it? Because we don't know really how we're going to find out. No. The greatest mystery of our time. <laughs> exactly. Right. But we do know that uh, when the Cambridges posted the Prince Louis photos, we know that Megan, it seems like, commented, both of us 
wish you such a happy birthday, both mm-hmm. implying two people, so no <laughs> baby yet. I would imagine that she would group that baby in, right? Yeah, and, that, and mm-hmm. also that in and of itself, the fact that they commented on that photo. I'm just assuming Megan does all their Instagram work. Yeah. So yeah. that just I mean, made I think me... we all dream at least. Yes, yeah. exactly. So I, yeah, I agree. That comment just made me feel as if she hasn't yet had the baby. Uh, yeah, I imagined it like typing, She's typing it with her feet up. Yes, you know, 100%. Like, on a, like a up on the thing. Dory is sitting next to her. Like, they're watching, like, on their phones or whatever. Yeah, but it does make me feel crazy that this baby might be on the earth right now. And we, and don't we just know don't about know it. about it. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's imminent. I feel like if not end of this week, then early next week. I don't know. I'm just at, on high alert at all times. It's very stressful, <laughs> and I'm not sleeping well. I, I wake up every single morning, and it's the. I mean, it's giving some purpose to my day. Like I wake up and I roll over, <laughs> and I'm like, "Is that baby here?" No, because <laughs> I just assume that's how I'll find out. Do you think the baby will be introduced and announced on Instagram? I kind of do. I feel like it'll be announced maybe on Instagram. Or on Twitter or something like that. Like Buckingham Palace puts out a statement. Yeah. And I that think it'll be a, a blast like that. Because I think that's sort of how they did the pregnancy. So it depends on whatever you read first. So however you ingest your news. But I think it'll be, yeah, like press release, Twitter press release, and Instagram post all at the same time. And then I think that the first images we'll get of it, because we saw reports of like potentially leaked documents that could be fake, but maybe they're real, of like um, hypothetical walkabouts and Windsor where they're going to pose yeah, with I the kid. I don't like, see that. I don't know. So that could be it. Or it could be a picture released on Instagram, which I'm rooting for. I would love an Instagram story, actually. I was oh, wondering wow. I was wondering <laughs> if they'll break out the stories for this as well. That. I mean, I also am just so curious. I feel like Megan's like natural style would be to write like a kind of like real person caption for yeah. the post. And I feel like the palace style is obviously way more formal. So I'm also just interested to see yeah. what sort of caption we get, if it's going to be like the typical press release format, or if it's going to be a little more like emoji written and fun. That's the other thing. I'm sort of emotionally preparing myself that the whole like initial announcement will be a letdown, that it'll be just something like announcement the baby's yes, here. right. And that, that'll be all we get. And then not, a, not even a name or not anything. Not a name. And then eventually we get a name and a gender or something but I think it'll be like step one baby is here I think it'll be step one baby is here and the sex and the time because that's yeah. what Kate did yeah like they hung it up on that little yeah that little placard, placard. Mm-hmm. and then we saw Kate that same day which I don't anticipate for Megan but we didn't know Louis's name for like what felt like years yeah <laughs> it was a number week, of, at least it was a week, week right yeah or something like it was that. a solid week it was killing me yeah because we also I mentioned this when we recorded this week's episode so it'll be out tomorrow but there was when we recorded our episode this time last year, we kept calling him Arthur, and I think we put our producers had to go back in and recut it. Well, because we thought it was gonna be Baby Artie. Because we hundred percent were so you were so confident, Arthur. Louis was gonna be Arthur. <laughs> yeah, but now Pippa Middleton's son is it's Arthur. Arthur. So, yeah. so we, you are you cosmically put it out into the we, royal world, yeah, right. and so someone had yeah. that name had to fall onto someone after you it guys was, put it, it out there. It was the number one choice, so that's why we felt like comfortable <laughs> saying it. But just Baby Boy. Cambridge. Well, Julie, I don't feel like we've done our formal predictions. I did them with someone in our office, um, but I feel I don't feel confident. I feel like <laughs> I feel I don't I, I can't go. I keep going back and forth in my head about if they're going to go traditional with the name or not. Yeah, because I feel like they don't have to really. I mean, I've joked that I want it to be something like super Brooklyn and hipster, like Harper or something. Like Lila no, or like very, Tulip. British, or... Right? Well, the thing, what, what I do think is interesting about baby name trends right now is that old timey, almost like, 
I don't want to say bland, but straightforwardly old timey names like Alice are very popular. Yeah. Like Alice or Jane. So if they go with something like Alice or Jane, that would be both hipster and appropriate. You I know? Could, yeah, right. You're kind of getting both at the same time. Yeah. I'm sure you get the same press releases from bookies where they're like, yeah, the baby's yeah, yeah. going to be Princess Elizabeth. But it's like, first of all, is it a female? We don't know yet. But secondly, I don't think they're going to do something that we expect. I feel like they'll do something that's like a fusion of meaningful to them as a couple and to something significant in history, like some some like big movement that helped people and then also something that ties in royal tradition. But I have no idea what that would mean. I, mean, it, it, I love that you were used the word fusion because I feel like <laughs> Megan, I can totally see Megan incorporating that word in the naming discussion yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was really into the idea that if it's a boy, they're going to name it Spencer, where oh. you get the Diana reference. Oh, I love that. And I do love that, too. it's also kind of cool. Wait, that's the best name I've heard. But I hadn't heard that, and that's the best name I, I've heard I mean, heard I, so if far. I haven't seen it on the list, I just, just, it's a Josh no, Duboff it. original no, no, I'm going, suggestion. I'm, 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 I'm going to take that. full credit if Megan yeah. goes with it. But I don't, I don't know. What are you thinking these days, Julie? I feel... Right. I don't know. I like the idea of incorporating Diana at some in some part of the name, but I agree that that's a lot to give a little baby yeah. to live up to. So yeah. I hope that it's something unexpected that we don't see coming. I hope it's kind of cutesy in a way that Kate and William can't name their kids something a little more. Yeah, yeah. they have a little more freedom, I feel like, to be fun. Yeah, baby with George them. is not fun. Yeah. yeah, baby George is not Ma- I, wa- I was fun. joking. Ma- I remember when we this first, we were like back in the day, we were like, oh, Madison. Or like, yeah. like if she like goes like full trendy with it, which obviously she can't. Do, but yeah, like so four amazing. of Lisa's coworkers are named Madison, or yes. some variation. <laughs> they are, and they're all a beautiful. Y incorporated in a way that you don't expect <laughs> exactly. somehow. They're all blonde. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So, also, how much do we think? Did we get any clue here that William is going to New Zealand this week? Which I didn't realize until today. The twenty yeah. fifth and the twenty sixth. I guess it doesn't really matter. I know Harry wasn't there when Louis was born. Yeah, um, yeah it's I not going to help the rumors of like their strife. Right. But he I've, has a very good reason to go to New right, Zealand. You exactly. know, he's sort of doing the terrorist attack moment. So he has to be there. We also know that Charles and Camilla are going, have a trip uh, for May 5th through 7th. I don't remember where. But so we know. Uh, 7th Germany. through 10th. 7th oh, through 10th, 10th, 10th in okay. Germany. So like that was to me like a hard deadline if you can call it such a thing. <laughs> yeah, like that baby better come by May 7th. Yeah. Well, people had an article that was basically like, does this mean the baby will be born before then? And it's like, probably. It's like biology. <laughs> we can't really make anything happen here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like it's interesting that they've scheduled two trips During so close yeah. to when mm-hmm. this is obviously going to be happening. Yeah, if William's not there though, when it's, it'll be interesting. Yeah, it won't it won't help the headlines, no, but like he also he as we keep saying he is the firstborn, so like he needs to attend right. these kinds of things, and it's good that he's going, but it's not going to help the the drama. I also sure. loved that TMZ had a report today in case you thought there was any chance of Thomas Markle being present <laughs> for this. Yes. That the reason uh. he's not he will not be there for the birth of his granddaughter or grandson, uh, because he's squarely persona non grata. And uh, he says that she's in a cone, Megan's in a cone of silence, but he hopes that their relationship can be repaired after she has the baby. Um, which. Man, 
I was kind of thinking because we hadn't heard anything from him. I was wondering if they had made inroads and uh, Thomas had finally like figured out how to keep his mouth shut. But I guess this affirms. Well, I had the same th- response this morning of thinking to myself, "It's been a long time it since we've heard from time. that side of the crew." Thank God. <laughs> I know, and then all of a sudden, I guess it makes sense that he's going to reemerge at some point. But Samantha Markle, quiet on that front too, kind of. I think hmm. when I saw the TMZ headline, I was really worried that um, her dad was pulling some of his like classic malarkey but to me it looks like TMZ just called him up and was like hey are you going and he's like nope she's not talking to me and they're like bye yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's what it seemed and like. there was no weird I, um like guilt trip thing really yeah, going like, on in the same way as the past like around the wedding yeah mm-hmm. he's just like what nope. a sympathetic read I love that <laughs> yeah I know we're all really doing a nice sort of I, mean, I hope so it is weird that he's been quiet though yeah because they're not usually quiet now I'm creeped out <laughs> I mean, when he released that letter, it was one of the most disgusting things I've seen someone do. So I feel like he kind of realized, gotta hibernate. Or at least I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt, where I assume, like, after such a bad reaction to something extremely disgusting, he just he was, was like, like actually, I'm not gonna necessarily call Tamsi every day. Um, <laughs> but I do wonder if he'll meet. I don't know. I, I, know. I there must That's be stuff tough. going on behind the scenes here in terms of managing so. the situation now. As, I think. Yeah, I mean, we know now that there was stuff behind the scenes beforehand. Before, right. Yeah. I do think if something doesn't, if the inroads aren't happening, I can absolutely see him. Let's say in June, releasing a like a sob story letter or something, or going I on TV. I still haven't met my grandchild. Still haven't met my grandchild. Exactly. hundred percent. The cone I, of I silence has expanded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really dread that moment because you can totally see that. And I, or if it's not him, it'll be Samantha because we don't, you know. Some of them aren't going to meet that baby. Yeah. So like, definitely, the whinging is coming. For sure. And maybe they don't deserve. To meet I mean, that absolutely. Baby. In my humble opinion, they don't. I'm just glad they're not on Instagram because I feel like if they wanted to be their old ways, they could be like publicly commenting yes. on that feed. That's actually oh, a really good call. Such we were, nasty the, people. Because Samantha's on Twitter, but in that weird private. Like she has that locked Twitter account. Yeah, you. I feel you, like you, you requested you, her, right? Oh, I tried. No, can I you see her tweets? I can't see her tweets, and I've oh. never requested that I can maybe recall. I did. But um, someone has sent me a screenshot before, like a listener being okay. like, "She's making fun of your article or something," and I was oh. like. Like, thank you. Thank you for reading. Thank you for the click. Thanks for the traffic. But I feel like Samantha Markle making fun of an article is like a sign that it's good. You know what I mean? Like, like, that's like like a praise. That's like a good person praising it. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, of course. Um, I do feel like that's the first. I feel like she has a private Instagram account somewhere. I'm guessing. I'm sure. She seems like the type who, like, kind of just like is trying to survey what's out there. Yeah, I mean, she's also a public troll. So I'm sure in her spare time, she's a private, like, she's a digital troll as well, like, under different handles and stuff. Oh, yes. Right? Mm-hmm. That's just that personality type. So the, speaking of the feud, I know, Lisa, you wrote about this for The Cut this week. A lot of outlets did as well. The kind of Easter service body language scenario, which I know we want to get into a little bit. Um, so Kate, William, Harry all attended Easter services at St. George's Chapel on Sunday with the Queen. Entertainment Tonight described it as an obvious distance between Harry and William. I love how everyone became... like. Like, I don't think, like, body language between two brothers has ever been studied so cl- carefully as it yeah. was for this, like, Easter service outing. I also didn't realize that Harry never usually attends this Easter service, and this was, like, the first time he's done it since he was a child. Oh, I didn't know. Why? Um, which is also interesting given that timing of Megan being so pregnant and such. Right. 
Right. And so just to get the timeline correct, was the church service after the Africa news item dropped yes. with I think Palace? It, it yeah. was like the same day because it was the Sunday Times. Yeah, but I think it, it, I think it was like the, I think they teased it Saturday night. Yeah, and this I was saw Sunday something morning. on Twitter Saturday night about the Africa r- report. So I do feel like they must have, pro- they probably knew it was out yeah. there Because it was point. building all weekend. When I saw it flicker up on Saturday, I was like, that's insane. And then by Sunday night, it was being taken seriously. And yeah. I was like, oh, I guess I have to really pay attention to this. Yeah. But the I same do reaction. think they knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's, let's back up and talk about Africa first. Then we'll get into Easter, actually. That sounds like a good way of doing it. So this report from the Times of London, it actually did, as you guys just said, like it took on a weird... There was like different versions of it all weekend, I feel, and yeah. it's still confusing exactly. So the Times themselves ran two different versions of the story. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize yeah, right? that. Am I yes, yeah. behind their paywall, but luckily I don't know how to cancel my <laughs> subscription, which I'm not doing out, out of protest or anything. It's just one time I, I, one time I got a subscription to see something that I was quoted in, and then I was like, okay, you're going to cancel, but you can't cancel can't unless you call them or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so oh. I've, I've just had a subscription for a oh, long no. time now. You're supporting Can, media. It's yeah. good. An indentured subscriber. <laughs> Support newspapers. It's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying. But so, yeah, they had two reports. What was the difference of the t- Do we know it like, changed in the second report or no? One of them was more about... I want to say one was juicier, was how yeah. I described it. Yeah, well, one I, had the quote about like William being like jealous of their yeah. rock star yeah. qualities, right? One was like more gossipy, the other was, I don't know, they both were kind of shady, I would say. Right. Not shady in terms of like making up quotes or anything. I believe like everything that they, was they reported yeah. was actually reported. But it's just kind of crazy because the way it was portrayed was like, the Sussexes are getting banished to Africa because they we need to harness them and they're too popular, etc. And it's it was just like insane. It was a very weird, dramatic framing, I thought, when I first saw the report. The more I've read about it now, it doesn't really seem it seems like it's I don't it seems like Harry and Meghan made this decision on some level. Yeah, if yeah. If it's happening. Because then the Daily Mail was like, actually, no, they're just going away for six months and it's like not a big deal and it's like Harry's passion. And then Omid, Omid Scobie had that big um, report on Harper's Bazaar where he broke it down even further where it was like, they're going to be gone for like a few months at a time. Of course, they're taking on international projects. This is like, like what they do and what they want to be doing. Yeah, it's right. like totally on brand and it's not at all about them being banished. But what I kept thinking when I was reading the Time stuff, um, I think about Lainey Gossip. And how she is always talking about it's like the royal staff and like the people inside the courts rather than the royal family themselves that seem to have an issue. And that's what all those quotes sounded like, because I don't think it was like William getting quoted. It was like people around people around the royal operation who kind of are upset with the way things are changing or moving. Yeah, they need to like really yeah. go through those people and do some weeding out because yeah. there's a, I feel, it seems like there's a lot of leakers, a lot of just like whining reminds and me, complaining. Reminds me of the job when like someone has to like go through the um, pan list to make sure people who haven't left the company aren't still on it. Like yeah. that kind of thing. Like I feel like they need to do one of those spring That's cleaning great, great things point. for their like email operations. Their sources. Like, I just, yeah. it's a lot of like whininess and I think you can read those quotes so clearly to see who's on team whatever from internally and externally the way stories are framed whether something is pro or anti-Sussex because yeah like what you're saying and we talked about this this week as well that um, it depends on where you're coming from is this a, a punishment or a vacation or not a vacation but like, <laughs> like, like a, is this a trip they want to be taking yeah, yeah, yeah is this a plan or a punishment and I think knowing everything that we know about them this sounds like a dream come true for them right like why wouldn't they want to do that they love it there um, I also for the, the record I hate saying they're the 
the continent of Africa because it's so absurd. And that was part of like the ridiculousness of the framing is like they're being banished to Africa. <laughs> Which is like a giant continent. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what does that mean? And they love, yeah, just again, they love it there. This sounds like a thrilling opportunity, especially if they sort of theme it around a topic. I don't know what that might be. I just, I love imagining yeah. what this might it be made on. a lot more sense to me when i read that it would be like different obviously yeah. like different places within right. the continent but like that they would be like taking different like projects on i don't know i was like oh, okay this makes sense and like what you would think it was yeah. so dramatically framed at the beginning of like two to three years yes. and like they wouldn't be back into london you know it was like right. it seemed yeah. very intense like in william a way that, can't look at them and yeah, so they're going exactly. to botswana for two years it's it just was, very dramatic it was really intense but Seriously, all of those quotes, they also reminded me of like when the reports came out of Megan working too hard and sending her 5 a.m. text messages. Like those are obviously like people in the palace or like working around the palace who are not too pleased that they have to like work a bit harder or like they have to keep up with someone who has a lot of uh, stuff she wants to accomplish. Right. And so if it was just like if you reframed that, oh, she wakes up early. She's really excited to work. Right. She sends work-related messages. Like she's excited like about she's, this job. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Hermione Granger, which I think is like the highest of compliments. Um, <laughs> I love and also, that. do we imagine that the royal staff are slouches, like lazy people? I just that is so strange to me. Um, and the other in that vein, I'm confused by the idea that people are annoyed at them being so popular. Like, do we think honestly that Prince William or the Queen is annoyed at how well Meghan and Harry are doing? Like, it's better for all of them if, if they're doing if well. If they're doing well, it's exactly what their job is to be liked. Right. Well, see, I w I was very confused when I first read those reports because of the word banishing and because the royal family does have a history of banishing problematic royals. Like if they have to put a troublemaker royal. Oh, so the former king who married Wallace because he married an yeah. American with like some dubious ties to Germany. <laughs> yeah. Right. And they thought he was violating some sort of like intelligence. So they shipped him off to the Bahamas. I don't know. This is completely different. But to me, I don't know. Yeah, it was a the, very confusing headline. The framing of like banishing or sending away is so crazy. And um, also it's the 21st century. Like if you put somebody on the Bahamas in the 1930s or 40s, maybe you wouldn't hear from them again. And there wouldn't be right. paparazzi and there wouldn't like they'd have to send letters. But now they're on Instagram. Like they could be in... Lizotho and they would still be posting Instagrams and getting their photo taken. Like yeah. this is where we, this is how we live now. Megan can story from wherever she <laughs> is. <laughs> she can, and I hope she does. <laughs> I hope she does. So I also say that think it's weird. Something we know we talked about this when we were talking about Harry and Oprah last week. There's so many announcements or reports recently about things that aren't happening for like a year yeah, or really two. Weird. Also, which is weird. Like I feel like even the fact that all this seems basically even in the like follow-up reporting it all seems like it's still preliminary it's still in brainstorming stages like the leaks of things yeah i guess the oprah thing was different they wanted that announced but well because that's when the apple news came out but not really it wasn't, like, it, was, upfront, it wasn't right? at the upfront like the harry part of it came after oh, yeah but wasn't was oprah to me. at the thing yeah I, I don't know about apple stuff so i'm no 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 but like yeah it's a good point it, like I, it felt maybe relevant that they would want that project to be like out there, I guess maybe they try to get ahead of things in some way if they like, know that stuff is going to come out. To whatever Apple thing I'm doing, I do think yeah, it explains just... maybe the leak a bit more that they. Well, if right. I were a palace staffer, I'd be like, "Well, we've only had two meetings about this, <laughs> so all you know, everyone who was in those two meetings gather around <laughs> and we're going to go through you guys." Yeah, because how many? Yeah, if it's a long time away. Wait, yeah. did they leak it? Or I saw the news on Instagram. 
The no, the Af the, the Africa. Africa. Oh, sorry, yeah, I yeah, meant sorry. Oprah. Yeah, yeah, going no, back no, no. And forth I think about Oprah a lot. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Africa thing, like you know, if it's yeah, if it's not going to happen for another year and a half, let's just say, then how i'm sure yes of course i'm sure there were many meetings about it but yeah why now why now yeah, like why right before the baby the baby comes, comes. Well, that's the other well, thing i think that was elizabeth holmes theory a little bit because there's been this amazing pr swell for harry and megan between yeah. the apple oprah project the instagram launch and the baby all of these high watermarks publicity yeah, wise and then all of a sudden someone plants the story she seemed to think that william knew the story was being dropped that they could have like denied this immediately and just shut the well, room down but they didn't i yeah. did think we have the palace thing in here somewhere the palace said their response was interesting to me because they definitely were evasive in a way that made me feel like it's true. Hundred <laughs> like percent. They they said any future plans for the Duke and Duchess are speculative at this stage. No decisions have been taken about future roles. Which yeah, like not it's not a no. It's not a no. Not a denial. But what's interesting also is it's Buckingham Palace that said that, and that's the place that represents Harry and Meghan now, as opposed to Kensington Palace. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Omid's report, he had a quote from Kensington Palace about how this has nothing to do with William. With William. I just, if that you're, is interesting. Yeah. But if you're William, like, let's just say, if we want to go down, like, the nasty route that these two hate each other and that William is jealous and is banishing them, why, this report does not help William. No, it no. doesn't at all. That's I what like, I think of all of this. I'm like, this is not helping William. And I, and I, Caitlin, what you were saying before about, like, why would anyone be upset about Harry and Meghan is something I come back to sometimes, yeah. too, which is, like, I don't think, I don't know, like, they're brothers, like, and, yeah. and I just don't really see William being, like, I don't, uh, that, that, le- William's going to be king, it's a whole different thing, yeah. like, I just don't really understand why he would be, like, fuming with jealousy, he doesn't seem like the type who's, like, gallivanting with celebrities or no. wanting fame anyway, like, this doesn't really seem like something he's all about. So it's it sort of doesn't feel it doesn't quite ever it hasn't quite ever connected with me why he would be that upset about any of this. Well, do you remember in the fall when around Charles's birthday, all those like reports started coming out like William is grand. And I never really thought of him as someone who may potentially have a temper, but whoever was like leaking whatever those stories are, which who knows where those are coming from. They seem to like portray him in this light. And then this report almost portrays him in that same light. But I don't think that that light is good for him. So, right. like, what, what the heck is happening? For? Yeah. Like, get Who it together. Is William. That's really what it all Like, I, none of it ever tracks to me. I don't know. Maybe I just, maybe I'm just very naive and like pure hearted about these two. And I know, I mean, I, we do host Royally Obsessed. We see the kindness and the goodness in them. <laughs> but I just don't see it and I don't get it. He will get all of the attention in the world in like less than 20 years probably. Sorry Prince Charles predicting your death. But like <laughs> like he's going to be there. He'll have plenty of time yes. to be the king of England. Like I don't think he minds this attention. And this attention helps him. It makes his whole family look better. It's well, going to help him in the long and I, run. And I feel like with Meghan sort of entering the mix, like people have talked about the royal family so much more in the past yes. two to three years. I feel like then, mm-hmm. like when I first started working here, when I don't know, like people were obviously very interested in Prince George. There was excitement, but like the day to day royal news cycle is so much more intense now. I feel oh, yeah. like. Yeah. Well, like at the cut, I know that they covered Kate extensively at the beginning and then. There wasn't as much stuff for a little while there. And then I started two and a half years ago. And then about a year ago, like in the lead up to the royal wedding, I started taking on like more royal stuff. And now suddenly we're doing royal stuff all the time because there's a... People are interested. People just want the royal content. And I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with Megan. People like effing love her. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. they should be happy about that. Um, he it, married well. It's also interesting because I feel like we, we always talk about how with the royal stuff, you because they don't give us quotes or like we never get stuff like direct from right. them. Like I feel like such a good example is this Easter thing where like when they walked in and they were far apart, that was like such a story because like yeah. that's all we sort of that's have to go get. off yeah. of. It's like a body language. Source. And it's like there's so much you can read into. And then it was interesting because then there was like the follow-up stuff about how this uh, video where you can see Harry like leaning over to whisper at them. I guess like at some point during the service. And then they, people were like, that means things are great. I'm like, it doesn't really mean anything. Like no. none of this is, it's like all just so sort of vague. You can't really read much of anything, but like you kind of just have to go off of what you get with like the Royals. It's like such a different kind of thing than writing about like actors or actresses or pop stars where you're just getting so much more from them, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's this little tiny chunk and we're going to analyze it for weeks. Yeah. And I, I watched the video and I wasn't like especially moved by it. I was like, what the, am the I looking whispering, at? The whispering, the Harry leaning the, no, over one. The, like, oh, the way they walked in The together. way they walked in. I was like, okay, so he talks to Zara. This one talks to this one. Like, this I one st stood with Autumn Phillips for a while. Like, okay. I kept waiting for this like very dramatic brush off kind of moment. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. But devil's advocate, it would have been so easy. They yes. know that there are yeah. these rumors out there. It would have been the easiest thing in the world for them to show a little bit of warmth and then squash those rumors, but they chose not to. And because we only get these little bits of videos, I feel like it it's, speaks volumes that they made the conscious That's choice. That's a good call. That's a good call because I do feel like they are savvy enough to oh, yeah. know right. that they're being watched when they walk into a yeah. service. So I guess that is true that like... Yeah, there was that there. event a couple months ago, the, like one of the last Megan outings when it was like the Fab Four and they were at um, something within Westminster Abbey, like some very fancy event. Oh. I remember Megan and Kate, it was like the height of the rumors. Was it like too. Commonwealth Day? Commonwealth Day, something like that. And they like leaned in and did the very obvious like whisper and then giggle <laughs> to each other, you know? And I was like, that seemed really staged, but at least they did it. Right. So right. I, I, I agree with you, Julie. I feel like that was, how hard is it just to like, stand near each other you've been doing it for 35 years yeah or like at the very base level it could have just been like harry was a little annoyed by the report that came out and obviously the report was like designed to or not designed i can't say but like it kind of was tr attempted to make harry look not so great yeah. and so he could have just been annoyed and not, not wanted to talk to his brother for a second and then everything was fine it's just so hard because you never know yeah it could yeah. have been like oh he really likes mike tyndall so he wanted to stand next to mike tyndall because <laughs> yeah. mike tyndall is super funny yeah, yeah. or he's like annoyed or just standing it just is so funny that things that because i totally have that too i'll be like annoyed at a friend a little so we're like walking out of brunch and i like just like stand back and look at my phone it was just yeah. it's funny to think about that being analyzed by cameras yeah. when you're just like i don't want to deal with that person right now or whatever you know like the human impulse to like stay away from like a sibling um or punch them um, i was like we were talking about it was easter sunday i was like my brother was at our luncheon and i like he we punch each other and we're in our early 30s like it's not you know uh, yeah. if we were being photographed the daily mail would have a field day with your family <laughs> Caitlin. get That's, ready for the men's very true stories for weeks <laughs> um also just a side note that i thought was kind of interesting that i hadn't realized which is that when i was like looking into the easter services that kate wore her wedding earrings to the yes. easter services I know that's not like shocking. She wears stuff all the time and from stuff from important occasions too. But I was kind of like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, so my first reaction, I was like, is this like a response to those rumors? But then Caitlin pointed out to me that it's about to be her wedding anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So she it's just, you think she just was like, oh, I'll, I'll take these out for a walk around the park. I mean, again, nothing is ever an accident. <laughs> so there, I'm for sure there's analysis to be had. I think part of it was that was like a 
and it was a rewear, but she just looked friggin' fab on Sunday. I thought yeah, she looked really good. She I thought. just looked so royal and beautiful. Like that, it was an Alexander McQueen coat dress, like very her wheelhouse, but just looked especially elegant and I don't know regal for you know an obvious word. And so I thought <laughs> it just like really decked out the outfit to wear you know priceless diamond earrings with it. But it, yeah, it is her wedding anniversary week. She is the future queen. It just felt like a real glam, like just a reminder. Julie, do you have a theory on that? I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I like all of that context. Yeah. I like the context. I, I, I guess it's just always interesting to me when you re she, I mean, and also she's savvy enough to know when she does that, she's going to make headlines for yeah. doing that. So I guess it always does feel, sa- even if it's just like, Oh, I want to wear these wedding earrings. There's some, I mean, just to think some, that like every single thing you put on your body is a statement of some, if she had, I know had, true, right. maybe it means absolutely nothing. Yeah, if she but, had worn black nail polish on Sunday, <laughs> like that would be, uh, that would have dominated a full month's work worth of cycles. Like guess who's getting banished now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like a full goth look yeah, or something. Or like, like cause yeah. Megan wore dark nail polish once like oh, eight months ago. Right. So it'd be like, Oh my God, she's copying. It was just like, where would we be if she just made that tiny choice? Yes. Or what if she got like her cartilage pierced, you know, like, <laughs> and then we talked about that earring, like it would be all we could cover. Uh, We'd have a whole episode about it. So do we all, do all four of us think that they, for some period of time, will be going to live in Africa in 2020? I, I do. I feel like they'll be there for like two or three months at a time. Yeah, and I do. Like, I hope so. Yeah. I, I feel like the Omid report's probably the most accurate one. Right. Because he. He's in with uh, Megan. Yeah, yeah, for crew. sure. He has like actual like sourcing sources. Sources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no I think I think they will um, and I'm excited for have you guys it. had you guys have had Omid on we here? haven't no no, no. we Not haven't yet. I agree. And like Harry can take some amazing nature shots <laughs> right, right there. So that was an amazing revelation this week. <laughs> all those right. all those photos were taken by him, yeah. right? Yeah. He's a nature photographer. Who knew? I thought it was just Kate Middleton that was the <laughs> photographer in the family. I love Not anymore. Wait, Julie, what was the outlet that we were looking at that was doing they they compared oh, they, were like, they compared uh, Harry's like photographic skill his eye versus Kate's but it was, oh my god but it was really? the weirdest it was the weirdest I almost want to I'll find it later and send Wait, it to you guys was it like contrasting pictures of the yes. Cambridge children oh my With, god yes. like the like, it like wildlife like an, it was like so weird wait I do right. have it I do have it somewhere it's almost like the, it was the weirdest juxtaposition of a Louis side by side I've right ever now. seen and I was like how are they how oh are we god. making this judgment like it was the weirdest so article funny. I cannot re- wait to read this and talk about it all of the time <laughs> right Yeah. I'm devastated I did not know about this rhinos really lend themselves to a different kind of lighting and composition than a baby does in an armchair wearing a sweater. Do you, you know? remember right. the first um, picture of George that they released? Not the one like when they were coming out of the hospital. was taken by Michael Middleton. Oh, I don't remember that. When they're, um, oh, yes. Because they went to Buckleberry for a while and then what an um, artsy family. It was Kate wearing like a really beautiful maternity dress with her mm. hair really nice and then William and then the baby but the lighting was not really great. Wasn't so. it like really there su- a lot of shadows. Yeah, wasn't yeah. it really yes. shadowy? That's yeah. what I'm remembering too. So Michael Middleton doesn't have that skill. <laughs> Michael Middleton. <laughs> we gotta contrast his with Kate's and with Harry's. I just love that now I was gonna say I love that everybody now with an iPhone we all consider ourselves photographers and it's no different for the millennial royals. They're like, Oh yes, I'm a photographer. On the oh Guardian. My God, the Guardian. Wow. Who's and it's a better the, photographer? For, so this is the one of the new Louis photos and then it's juxtaposed with um <laughs> elephant. an elephant. And it says Prince Harry v the Duchess of Cambridge, who was the better photographer. Wow. Is that what, what's the conclusion? Wait, what was the conclusion? This is like I was so taken by this like format. <laughs> 
Wow, it, this is an intense. Was it like Harry she's better? Nature <laughs> portraits show someone trying too hard. Oh wow, this, wow. this all goes oh, in. Oh my god. Kate's wow. portraits of Louis, on the other hand, get ready, guys, show true artistry. Wow. Wow. So you find out right from the deck who they pick. <laughs> why? Spoiler wait, alert. I actually am curious. Why do Harry's nature portraits show someone trying too hard? Well, too many to make my guesses. I oh, know you guys. Oh, to me, it looked like National Geographic, yeah. really high quality stuff. Because I was like, oh, I guess right. they're going to have like photo cred National Geographic. But no, it was. Oh, here we go. The only trouble is Harry's aesthetic ambitions are too obvious. Black Mm, and white always smacks of pretension unless the (laughs) photographer is a true artist. Wow, basic. That is not a pretentious sentence. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But Harry has never been paid a higher compliment than you right now. You you were thinking you were going to see the Bi-National Geographic. You would be so touched. I hope he hears this. Wow. This is really... Good for the Duchess of Cambridge. Her new photographs are simply portraits of her son, Louis. Any parent would be proud to have taken them, as would many professionals. Well, now that the portrait (laughs) mode exists, like anytime, anytime someone takes a picture of me on a portrait mode, I'm like, I've never looked so good. I am stunning. Yeah, the saturation is lovely. The like the framing of it. I have an iPhone 8, so I can't do it. (laughs) But wait, Julie, do you want to lead us into the Louis photo section? That's natural. Yay. I feel like this is kind of a a Cambridge tradition that they celebrate their kids' birthdays with photos taken by Kate. So earlier this week, Kate and William released three new portraits of Prince Louis ahead of his first birthday. Kate took the photos herself outside of the family's home in Norfolk. There were two different wardrobes, so I don't know if this was all one photo shoot and there was like a costume change or they were taken on separate days. But in one, he's wearing a very sweet burgundy sweater in another it's a blue sweater with a dog louis looks adorable has a huge smile on his face and he has one of the most impressive pairs of eyebrows i have seen absolutely it's like i i can't get over it it really reminds me of the photos of kate as a little baby because i feel like she also had those very pronounced eyebrows what did you guys think of the photos? Were you surprised? Was this what you expected? We we predicted that. I mean, we say it as, it's not as if we're so savvy about we this. We are the only people in the world <laughs> who are like, maybe Kate Middleton will release a photo. <laughs> yeah, we suspected that they would. Um, but I was just so happy. I love them so much. I really do. Um, I I mean, maybe I am on the Guardian side as well. I do think Kate really is she good. She is a gifted photographer. She's really good at this. Um, it's hard yeah. to photograph a baby, first yeah. of all. Like what? That's what I think strikes me is I love knowing that she took them because in so many of them he's just like looking up at the camera aka his mom with such just like love and joy yeah. in his face that you can't fake and I'm like that's really or it's a cookie I don't know maybe I'm wrong <laughs> um, but I just thought they were he looks so overjoyed and like what a happy kid I love the little teeth I loved the moss on his sweater yeah um, it was just such a charming set of photos and we've complained in the past um, that we don't get enough Louis and so he's never just like out and about at a horse trial the way the other no. two are so it was nice to finally see him yeah, I agree. You know, just see him. His hair was so impressively parted. Yes. Just like perfectly slipped. <laughs> yes. Like, wow, way to go, Kate. He's such a funny, like, adult man baby, which is my favorite kind of baby. He had a, like, adult quality yeah. about him, I felt. Accountant or law firm partner is what I've said in the past. It's like that, those birthday portraits we got for Prince Charles' birthday in the fall is when we had seen him the most right. developed up until this point. And he just looked like such a funny little adult. And isn't it so cute that he had, like, um, a button down underneath his sweater, like 
What? Yeah, yeah like so British. So adult. It's so, so adult. <laughs> I love picturing the behind the scenes oh, yeah. of that photo shoot, though. Like, was Kate frazzled? And right. I don't know. What kind of toy were they holding up? Well, he was covered in moss. So was he rolling around in the ground like a baby would do? <laughs> Right. Or it's, did he it's like? So cute. It's funny how I, always, I, I just always imagine these kids. I like don't imagine them ever being actual babies. Like I imagine him just yeah. walking out, sitting down for his <laughs> portrait. Like I yeah. just completely forget about the factor of that. Yeah, they're babies. Not the so pink then tea. we get need to get into the fact of uh, Megan. I'm going to say Megan, but the Sussex Instagram account comments on the photo, which I feel like is unprecedented for the Royals. I feel like the Royals didn't know Instagram has a reply <laughs> yeah. option. Although I do think Eugenie is really good. And I think oh, she good call. Um, remember when they joined Instagram, she had a comment like welcome cousins or something. Yeah, uh, right. It was very cute and kind of casual mm-hmm. from the Sussex Royal handle. Someone wrote happy birthday, Louie, with an exclamation point, sending lots of love from both of us. Birthday cake emoji, balloon emoji, <laughs> XO. <laughs> So yeah. there's been a lot of analysis. XO is a very American sign-off, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess. Yeah. Apparently Brits say XX, yeah. I just, yeah. I love the emoji. But then also in the Kensington Royal um, caption, they had a balloon emoji as well. So the royals are embracing emojis. Thank God. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, no. it does feel like the Kensington Royal Instagram is like trying to up its game now a little bit because yeah. I feel... Like the Sussex Royal one obviously is just so pro already. And I I feel like they're now doing a more... It just already seems to me like they're kind of now going to have to work a little harder. Well, right. Are the Cambridges, do you predict that when uh, Meghan and Harry finally unveil their baby, will the Cambridges reply? I hope so. On that post? I hope, I hope so. so. But I don't, uh, you know, you guys kind of broke my brain in last week's episode when you mentioned that, like, you know, in the analysis of if, is this all Meghan? Is she writing every caption? Is she posting everything? That Kate Middleton has probably never looked at her own Instagram <laughs> because I, her staff does it. I, I feel like it's fully been a staff operation yeah. for Kensington, the Kensington Royal Instagram. Although, it's, a, it's a brand like, yeah. you know, Vanity Fair has an Instagram handle. Right. Wouldn't you hope, though, that Kate would have a private Instagram account where she can share her yeah. beautiful photography it's of like her children? Finsta. Yes. I, I want to believe that. Yeah. I do feel like she must. Yeah. Also, her brother being, I don't know. I feel yes. like she would want to see what, like, her family's doing on Instagram. Like, and... what are James Middleton's dogs doing right yeah. now? Yeah. yeah, she's a modern woman. Like, she's a millennial woman. I'm sure she has a finsta or something. But um, it did, that just, when you guys discussed that, that made me laugh. Because I'd never considered that it that way. And it goes to show how separate the accounts really are. That the Kensington Royal is very well done and uses Insta stories and all these other things. But it's very proper and stiff it's like a brand yeah account. it's a brand yeah. account which like people love it's great it's good content but it's definitely like not corporate. yes exactly but the sussex one references you and when i read that i'm like <laughs> oh my god me yeah me you're I, talking I should, to me i need to donate i need to make change it is it's just funny how like jarring it feels that it's like vaguely even normal in terms of how yes. like, the instagram account communicates it takes so little yeah exactly like even the fact that they're like commenting on just someone else's post it's like whoa like yeah. what is happening yeah, at the palace. 100%. Also, what you said about the banana messaging, I feel like if that had been shared on Sussex Royal, the caption would have just been like astounding. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like now she, except I will say, 
I, I'm curious how the captions might evolve. Right now, there's a lot of text with yeah. every post, which feels surprising to me for some reason. Like, I, I want to, like, get into all of it, and I do read it, but it's, like, I feel like they they need to... That doesn't feel very Instagram to me. No. Like, well, the she super doesn't long have captions. the tag anymore. Yeah, so she's using this she as, like, long-form blogging write. platform, essentially. That's a good she call. She lost her blog. Yeah, I didn't... I mean, I'm an obsessed person, and I didn't read the Earth Day caption. Was I was just, just like, oh, Harry, like, yeah. at least I had to point that out to me, and I was like, oh, I didn't even read the caption. I didn't realize he took them. I just was like, elephants, rhinos. Like, I just flipped through the little slideshow and I didn't even read the caption. I was like, Earth Day, I get it. Uh, you know, I which want, makes me sound terrible. I do want her to start doing also, like, more behind. I want, like, just her taking photos around, like, town. Like, I don't even oh, need it to 100%. be, like, formal events. I just want to see, like, what Megan's doing yes. and, like, what she's eating and what, like, <laughs> where she's, like, looking up online. I don't know. I liked when she took a picture of her shoes like one time just like looking down it was so normal she's like oh I'm in London here are my yeah. shoes it's like we know why you're in London yeah <laughs> right, exactly I would well, love I that well I want to know what you guys think of this radar report it came from radar so have like a bathtub full of salt yeah, at the ready yeah, yeah. But they allege that Meghan has been given classes by the palace about social media. The quote, palace insiders are worried that she will be a loose cannon. <laughs> they are very aware that the former blogger has more experience with this than they do, but they want to make clear that once something has been posted, it cannot be removed. <gasps> the experience of using social media as a royal and as an actress is very different. The royals are hoping Megan obeys the rules or else the new account will be removed from her, said the source. Banished. I know. They are encouraging the couple to not post directly. The account cannot be a method for her to respond to everything she doesn't like in the press, said the source. They are not going to have a royal Instagram war on their hands. Not wow. I mean, ugh. That's dramatic as (laughs) I don't know if I can swear. No, I was going to say, first of all, who needs that lesson? Like Megan could teach as you uh, know, the I thought at first said, it was be Megan teaching a class. Yeah, Megan could teach the class. Uh, it sounds like an HR training almost of like here's what you're not allowed to do. I just I don't I don't buy it, like a lick of that. And also the f- the the funniest part of that whole thing to me was the idea that um, I hope Megan doesn't use the account to respond to the press. Like in what universe? Like to like to respond to rumors? Like I think she knows not to. You know. I know. If anything, they should be concerned about older people doing that. It's almost <laughs> you know like I don't think somebody this age needs to be told how the internet works, right? How social media works. Um, like Charles could maybe use that lesson, not her. I don't know. It's just such a bizarre. As if she's going to do like a 15 part, like Instagram story talking to the yeah. camera about like the latest daily mail thing. Like I, wish, Cortez kind I, of thing. Yeah. I wish she would do a live shot of herself cooking. I mean, oh nothing God. would make An me Instagram live of her just like prepping some like putting nice the dinner. crib together or something. Uh, I like, would love that. I'm sure there are some royal guidelines. Just like when you go to any new employer, you have to look at the social media guidelines and maybe she saw that, but I don't think they're like, we're going to take this away from you and then you're getting sent to Africa. Yeah. I just, that's, it feels like a very condescending like angle even to assume that she needs that. Completely. I don't don't buy it. Although my parents did take an Instagram class because they had... is that a thing? Yeah. It's like (laughs) teaching you how to post and what you should be doing. Well, they're business owners. I'm not going to say like more but um so they had to they took like a social media class to learn about it uh, and I teach that yeah so like these I know do exist. should that be our new career yeah, can we pivot into that yeah Is great yeah. side hustle i think they're like for people who just it's like a foreign language to them yeah. but megan she knows instagram yeah she's been 
I hope. She's fluent, yes. Yeah. Like, she, she's probably been missing Instagram, and yeah. she's ready to communicate to me, yes, me. Another yeah. good example, though, of, like, they just, they should be so thankful they have someone, like, in their crew now who's, like, so good at this, because I feel like they And who's been a real person yeah. recently. Like, Kate Middleton, I adore her, but she's now been in the public eye for almost so 20 long, years. Yeah. So, like, wow. even if she is interacting, and I do, I'm sure she does interact on Instagram and or maybe have her own secret account, et cetera, but, like, it's not quite the same right. as Megan, who, like, was a quote-unquote normal human, like, five years ago. I mean, normal had a TV show, but, like at least was on this earth with the rest of us a couple of years ago. I understood Kate, like basic human behavior. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Whereas yeah. Kate Middleton, it's been a while. I mean, I love her again, but. Megan's also a pretty good writer. She wrote the foreword for the cookbook together right. and it just reads like her. It reads like a TIG post. Like she's, so she knows how to write and she, maybe she can teach them a thing or two. I hope so. Even just the touches of the birthday post they did for the queen where she was, um, what was it? Like the queen Grammy. It was like Granny, three, yeah. Granny like, and really ma'am, sweet. which made me wonder, does Megan call her ma'am or, or I mean, mum or <laughs> yeah. granny? Probably, I mean, probably ma'am. I right? would assume. Yeah. I mean, but I just like even touches like that, which yeah. is anything that breaks from the like kind of staid formality of the typical royal. Yeah. No, I completely ro- forgot about the, the, na- the Grammy, th- granny thing. Um, I'm so glad you mentioned that because that to me, was a, a great example because the Kensington Royal um, account also posted and Clarence House posted, but it was very, very formal. Yeah. They would never like call her granny. That kind of stuff also breaks my brain. I'm like, oh my God, of course they call her yeah, something sweet. It's like normal. It's normal. humanizing. Yes. It's yeah. so weird. They're like people. Yeah, exactly. I was like, right, she's a grandma. Yeah. It's nice. Um, I, I really cannot wait for to see how they post the baby news on Instagram though. Cause I just oh feel like God. that the Instagram thing has like changed everything for me yeah, about I how agree. I like understand Megan and Harry now. Cause it's just like, I'm so curious how everything's going to get filtered through that now. And I um, can't believe they post as often as they do. Yeah, it's a I've lot. brought that up. Like I thought it would be used. Yeah. Maybe at events like the yeah. way Kensington does it, but the Kensington Royal one, but we get stuff all the it's time. It's like Earth Day. We'll do a Earth post. Day, it's yeah. like, yeah, they like are finding different reasons to post Earth that I would Day, not have Oprah, expected. Like all these things that aren't completely necessary, but are very welcome. I would 100% post about Oprah if I had any reason to. <laughs> I went to her live taping um, in oh January or maybe it was February because um, that's the one when... The Bradley Cooper one? Oh yeah, because yes. like, Beto was going to be there as yeah. well. And so I went to it and I still am like posting from it. I'm like, look at this picture <laughs> of Oprah. Look at this picture of Oprah. What were your biggest takeaways from being in the presence of Oprah? Was that your first time in the same room as her? Yes, but I do share a birthday with her. So we're <laughs> okay. very connected. Like different oh. years, but basically the same. Yeah, basically the same person. Um, I felt... It was like a room full of a lot of people and she was, you know, talking with like Michael B. Jordan, but I felt the whole time she was talking to me. To you directly. I felt like I was healed from whatever was ailing me. <laughs> and now I can just look back on that moment and know that's when my life peaked. Wow. Oh, wow. She can start a cult at any time. Yeah. <laughs> or first did, in line. Did everyone in the audience get something in like Oprah show fashion? <laughs> um, Piece of gum. Uh, oh. I got to see Gail sitting next to Bradley Cooper. That's its oh. own gift. But I was very far away, so Gail, I just took a lot of pictures. Meghan Markle BFF now as well. Yeah. I know. Yeah, so. Just imagine being Meghan and being able to, like, cherry pick your sort of networky best friends for uh, the rest of your life. I know. I would also choose Gail and Oprah. And Amal Clooney and, and Serena Amal. Williams. Like, oh, my God. Her friend group is. That's a squad. 
It's a squad. Like Taylor Swift is shaking. Yeah. I also just feel I want more occasions. Like the baby shower was really an embarrassment of riches. Like I yes. want more things where she just gets to like hang out with her squad. Yeah. And we learn everything about yeah. her from that. I, I know. Agree. I feel like that was so telling in terms of just like what she wants to be doing, where she was going in New York. Like that. I love that kind of stuff. That wasn't a really overwhelming week for Lisa and I. <laughs> I'm sure you guys as well. <laughs> Did you go to the mark? No, we didn't. No, we didn't. I, I almost, I contemplated it. I contemplated it and our listeners were like expressed dismay throughout the like two days that we weren't there. And we were like, we do have jobs. Yeah, I was like, just... I'm blogging. <laughs> <laughs> like I can't go stand in, not to belittle it. I wish I had, but, um, and I regret it. I do. Um, but I, that was a really overwhelming time. That was crazy. Yeah. Just the sheer amount of things that were happening day to day. It was a content every hour. It was, it was so, like a lot. And like, yeah. what day was the shower going to be? Yeah. And like just... It was snowing oh, at yeah. some point. And I felt like my life was sliding doors because I went to Soho on the Saturday, but she was there on the Sunday or the other way around. And I was just like, oh my God, we could have been at the same place at the same time, but on different days. What would yeah. you do, have done if you'd walked into Lauderay or something and Megan had been there? Um, Pass out. <laughs> peed. Yeah, peed. I, That's, that... I was thinking about that. I was like, I think I would have been too overwhelmed to say anything. I mean, yeah. obviously you can't go up to her and say probably anything anyway, but... Honestly, I probably would have thought that I was hallucinating and then I would have gone to a doctor because I'd be like what's happening to my brain and also yeah. at that point the reports of her being in New York hadn't even come out no. yet so you would just think you were I, like, I don't think I would have thought it was her I think I was confused that people didn't take photos in La because it wasn't as if they swept from my understanding they didn't like sweep it no. first and empty people out so I think if I had just been in La that day I just would have assumed look at that beautiful pregnant woman yeah like we had someone write us I'm sure you guys have people like this too who like was in the museum she was out with Abigail Spencer and like went oh, to the bathroom when like they were going like they, they were at just the like Met. at they were just yeah. there like yeah. they weren't they didn't like clear the museum yeah. like it was very much like I would have thought I was having a there. stroke yeah. like I, I've been reading too much of this stuff and there she <laughs> is like just like in front of me yeah I would just be like oh my god this is it this yeah. is like how I die <laughs> I need to read the vision of Meghan Markle <laughs> yeah. a good way to go um, I get all hope so well on that note this was so fun oh, I feel like we could talk yeah. to you guys for forever about this stuff um, we'll, so we'll have to come back post baby and dissect sometime between now and August or who knows when December. Wouldn't it be funny now if like the baby doesn't? It's like July. And, yeah, like, which like, never here. Never really. They never here. really confirmed anything. I think no. they said spring, right? She said late April, early May. So here yeah. we are. We're at late April. Late April. It could be a few more weeks. Living yeah. in constant. It could have happened while we were recording. I put my phone. Would that be over amazing there. if we end this? We all take out <laughs> our phones and they're like, James was born. Should we check? Yeah. Um, I'm really into Spencer. I'm so glad you said that. Now I have something to pull for because I wasn't even really inspired. Boys' names don't inspire me, you know? I don't see anything in Slack, so <laughs> it didn't happen. I would have been Slack. I feel I, like we're going to get it. I feel somehow my sense is that they're going to do it like first thing in the morning yeah. in the UK so that I think when we're we wake up, up to it. we'll and all we're find miss out. all the sweet, sweet traffic. <laughs> and then yeah. we get up in a few hours. I feel like for all the yeah. major stuff, that tends it's always, to be how it goes. Yeah. yeah, like the pregnancy announcement happened when, Ma oh, not Megan, when Caitlin was abroad. Thank you for And that. so she was texting me at 4 a.m. and then I saw it at like, it's like wake up wake up wake up wake, wake up, up. Wake up. <laughs> but my phone out. was on do not disturb yeah that's a good choice good life choice well thanks so much for being here guys and yeah. will you give your all your handles and so the people know how to if they don't already follow sure. find you yeah so for the show itself um it's called royally obsessed we have new episodes every thursday morning and you can find them on itunes or wherever you listen to podcasts spotify etc and we have an instagram handle at royally obsessed podcast and then for me you can follow me caitlin um at hey K men's h-e-y K-M-E-N-Z on Twitter and Instagram. Um, and for me, Lisa, you can follow me at Lisa Raya on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at The Cut. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Yeah. It was so fun. Yeah, so thank fun. you. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you. 
That does it for this week's episode of In the Limelight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. We really appreciate it. And now you can reach out and leave us a voicemail at 347-790-0966. Also, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at In the Limelight or follow us individually. I'm at Julie W. Miller. And I'm at Jay Duboff. We're also on Instagram at In the Limelight Pod. This episode was edited and produced by Brett Fuchs. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, no no bad bad energy. energy.